Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. And this hour is being brought to you by Team Hochberg. Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Coming soon, the greatest untold story of college basketball. In the highness, turn around, jumper's good! The legendary 1963 Ramblers that broke racial barriers across the country. Segregation of the races at all levels. There were times that we feared for our lives. How did this team change the sport forever? It was the beginning of modern basketball. The Loyola Project, a documentary film by O'Malley Creighton Productions. Narrated by me, Lucas Williamson. Coming soon. If you've got Paramount Plus, you can check it out. If not, you can wait until Saturday and see it. But I am telling you, you need to see it. It'll be on CBS. I'm so happy that Lucas Williamson has time to talk with us. Hoops Talk, Championship Hoops Talk on the score is being brought to you by Health Markets Insurance Agency. Your insurance marketplace can help you find the right dental plan that fits your insurance needs, and their advice is free. Visit shop.healthmarkets.com today. That's shop.healthmarkets.com. And Lucas joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Lucas, thank you so much for joining me. I loved this documentary. How long did it take to get done, and and what made you want to be a part of it? Hey, Lawrence, it's a pleasure to be on. Um, But I was working on this project for maybe a year and a half. Because of COVID, it took us a little longer to to actually, like, get it done. Uh, Patrick, the director of the film, and his crew, he was working on it for, like, closer to two years. Um, But obviously like this story when you hear it like you'll see why it holds such a special special place in my heart um especially like you know just being in the Loyola family um like just some of the things that they had to go through off the court on the court um it's just an incredible story um so because of that reason when Patrick came to me and offered me, you know, the, the narrating job uh, on this, on this movie, I was had a little hesitant at first. I just didn't want to be the one that messed to mess it up. Um, but you know, I'm always down to trying new things and, you know, he voiced his confidence in me. Um, we kind of just played it by ear. We kind of just did trial and error at the beginning. And, you know, he, he, he ended up liking the way it sounded. So uh, we went with it. (laughs) 
Is it true that you voiced all of this in a closet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I filmed the majority of this over COVID, and this was like when, like, like lockdown COVID. Um, so yeah, they sent me a mic, a mic stand, and a spit mic, and I recorded the majority. Well, actually, all of it, the VO, uh, all of the voiceover in my closet. Man, that's. What, did you was did you aspire to be a filmmaker? <laughs> no, this is something that like you know is is a little out of out of my my field. Like I graduated last year journalism major, Spanish minor, management minor, and I'm getting my master's in marketing right now. Um, so, you know, filmmaking isn't something that, you know, I, I studied or something that I, you know, saw myself doing. Uh, but like I said, like, you know, I'm always down to trying new things. Um, I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, I feel like outgoing person when, when opportunities are presented to me. So I just said, you know what, I, I can go with it. I can try it. If you don't like it, you can fire me and hire somebody else. Are Are you still planning on is professional basketball on your list of things that you want to do? Yeah, I want to play basketball for as long as I can. Um, you know, being a professional basketball player—that's some something that I had grown up, you know, aspiring to be. Um, and so I, I just want to play that, play that out for as long as I can. Okay, Lucas Williamson joining me here on the score. The name of the documentary is called The Loyola Project. It's amazing and i'm going to talk more about why it's amazing with lucas in a minute but you can see it on cbs do we know what time it's going to be on cbs on saturday um i believe two o'clock okay um and it's like right before the first final four game perfect it's a perfect place for this i i loved the the part in there where we see you all the the, the current group of loyola players talking with members of that team. What do you feel like you and your, your teammates took away from the experience of being able to, like it being not just legend, but, but seeing those guys mm-hmm. in the flesh and talking to them about what happened to them? Yeah, well, you know, within the program, you know, the 63 story is, is well known. And before COVID, those guys, they were always around. So we actually had the opportunity to meet them and, like, know them uh, before that Zoom call even happened. However, like, we never talked about, you know, the intricacies of what they went through back then. Um, we never specifically talked about race relations back then. Like, to have, you know, a space created for us to specifically talk about the things that they went through, um, you know, is something that they hadn't even done um, within, like, their locker room. So just that Zoom call was a, it was a great it was a phenomenal Zoom call like I think it, it went on for hours at least two hours um, just talking and, and just getting to know each other's stories and just seeing how you know how much how much has changed since then especially in the sports world um, but then also how much hasn't changed and how much you know still needs to change going forward it was just it was a great productive talk. It, it seemed like it, and and seeing the younger players go, wait, you guys couldn't get haircuts on campus back then, and and being shocked by it, I thought really drove the point home of what those guys went through as as a groundbreaking, you know, like they're looked upon as as being one of the most important teams in college basketball history because of what they did, but they still had to deal with so much that had nothing to do with basketball. 
Yeah, and I think that's why that's one of the main reasons as to why this story stands out to me is not only did they have to face racism like down south, but they also had to face racism in the north. Not a lot of people know that Chicago in the sixties was not the most friendliest place to be. Um, you know, so they faced racism on campus. Um, then they had to go out and perform and, and compete at a high level and go to school. But not only did they have to compete at a high level, they won a national championship. Like that is so hard to do. So hard to do. Have you seen the documentary King in the Wilderness? I haven't. I want you to watch it because there's you guys talk a lot about Martin Luther King in Chicago during the time. I think it will it mm-hmm. will it will even deepen your appreciation for what you guys did in, inside of this piece. It it speaks mm-hmm. very plainly to to what it is that that you guys were discussing about not just segregation in the South, but how the city of Chicago, even now, is one of the most segregated cities in America. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, King even said that when he did his march in Chicago, that it was one of the like rowdiest crowds that he had ever uh, been around. And he obviously had been all throughout the South. Yeah, it details his time of living here. The the 18 months that he was living here is called King in the Wilderness. It's it's really really phenomenal and I think that you would appreciate it considering what you did here. The other thing that I didn't know, like I, I knew of some of the the stuff. I'm a lot older than you, Lucas. I knew about <laughs> a, a lot of the stuff from my parents telling me stories about what Chicago was like and and I knew a, a lot of the history and I love how you guys have it set up in the Genteel Center where you can learn a lot about that team if you just come to a game. What I didn't know was the basketball stuff. I didn't know that they were out there playing 40 minutes a game, Lucas. My goodness. (laughs) I know that you've done it on occasion, but could you imagine your coach being like, nah, no subs. We're going to go out here and and, and go 40 minutes. Yeah, no. No. I, I, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, you know, there's a reason as to why those 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 five players that were playing they're called the the Iron Five because they had to be made of iron because just the, the toll that basketball naturally takes on your body like just I would have been praying for media timeouts. I don't even know if they had media timeouts back then, but like I would have been praying for media timeouts. Oh, it would have been terrible. Yeah, and then you see that they they were they were willing to do it, but they were obviously breaking down. Look, I want people to watch the Loyola Project when it comes on CBS at, at, on Saturday at two before the Final Four games get started. But can you tell the story inside of of the doc about the Loyola players going to New Orleans and what happened while they were there? Yeah. Um. The, the story of how, you know, they scheduled a game in New Orleans. Um, this story is, is one of the, the craziest stories in the film for me. So, George Island, they play a team down in New Orleans. They travel to New Orleans. And sometimes, like, Ireland becomes, like, a very interesting character. That I, George Island is a coach. He becomes a very interesting character in the film because so it's sometimes, like, I think that he's doing so much and, prog- and try to be progressive, but uh, sometimes I'm just like, some of the decisions that he makes, I just don't, I don't know why he would do that. Um, for example, like he gets in the cab with two of his black players when they finally get to New Orleans, and the cab driver is like, 
concerns, you can't be in my cab. Like, I'm going to get arrested if I drive you in the cab. Because it was illegal for a white man or a black cab driver to get it to drive around a white man. And what ended up happening is they show up to the hotel, and the hotel's like, we is a white-only hotel. So half the team ended up staying at the hotel, and the other half ended up staying, I think, in um, in a Algiers. neighborhood. Yeah. Like, um, and if, in the story, the, the, the black players end up, like, turning it around and making it a funny story because the black players had, like, no curfew, there's no coaches uh, to tell them where to be, so they ended up having a good time. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I can't imagine, you know, going on a trip and not being with half my team. Like, there's so much that goes into preparation before a game, like watching film and going through walkthroughs and going to practice, going to shoot rounds that require me to be with my teammates. I can't imagine. If you take that away from us, it's like, I, I can't imagine that that even happening. It's just not a possibility in, in, in 2022 for me. And you're right. You know? Like, like I, I found myself, like, going, oh, well, he he understands that that playing the best players is the right move, but he's also like manipulating the starting lineup because he doesn't want to have five black right. players on the floor. Or the, the the wild part about that story is it, we're not sure that George didn't know that, that it was going to be segregated, and and he told his players, "No, this is a last minute thing." He's a you're right. right. Like he's he is a very interesting character in this whole thing. And the craziest thing about that story is that, you know, after he, after they played the game and they completed the trip, he, like, denounced New Orleans for saying for, like, all of their segregation laws and stuff. However, Xavier University, which is down the street from, from where they would have been playing, they said that they offered the whole team to be housed on campus there. So, like you said, we don't know if, if Ireland, like, just, simply didn't know about the segregation laws, but they were offered a place for the whole team to stay. It's an incredible documentary. It's called The Loyola Project. It's on Paramount Plus. You can check it out now. If you can't, if you don't have Paramount Plus, CBS, 2 o'clock, you can check it out. Set your DVRs, your TiVos, whatever, to record it because it is really, really amazing. Lucas, this whole experience for you at Loyola, how would you describe it? Like the whole thing, the whole process of you being there. Oh, man, uh, that's such a loaded question. Um, just, I mean, it's just been a blessing. I mean, um, you know, yeah, I've had, you know, some successes on the court, and that's great. And, like, that's what I worked so hard for, and that's ultimately, like, you know, what I just, why I decided to come to Loyola to, like, win basketball games. But I think what I remember even more is just the people that I've met um, through Loyola, um, the relationships that I've created, um, you know, with alumni, with, um, you know, the supporters of our team and with my coaches and, and my teammates. And, and I think that that is, is what I'm, I'll take away most from my experience at Loyola. Um, and then it always helps, you know, you know, winning games and get into the tournament. That's like the cherry up top. You've been to a Final Four. What does it mean to you that you are now associated with a team that won a national championship and that Loyola sits alone in, in, in this state with a, a national mm-hmm. championship. Yeah. Um, that, it means a lot. And I think that, you know, us at Loyola, like we knew about the story of, of the 63 team. 
And I kept telling my teammates, like, you think you know, but, like, you really don't know all of what they went through until you watch the film. My teammates, they watched the film, and then afterwards they were like, you know what, like, that story makes you just, makes wearing the jersey and representing Loyola um, feel that much better. Like, I feel like everybody that is associated with Loyola, they feel a lot better about their decision to be associated with Loyola if because we're related to those guys and that team. Lucas, congratulations on what you've accomplished, not just with the Loyola project, but the way that you approach college is a, is, is a way that I think a lot of people can learn from. And I'm glad that you maximized every piece of like educational opportunity that was available to you. Uh, it's, it's quite an achievement and you should be really proud of it. And I, I'm sure that your family is extremely proud of what you've accomplished. I have no doubt in my mind that whatever you choose to do, that you're going to succeed. And that gives me a lot of hope that you were out here looking at ways to better yourself, not just with basketball, but everything that college can offer. I, I'm, I'm really proud of what you've accomplished there. And, and good luck to you going forward. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that, my man. And and please please watch the King in the in the Wilderness documentary. I will. And I let and let me know what you think. Okay. Out. I will for sure. Thank Th- you. Happy back on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, Lucas. Be well, and I'll talk to you again soon. All right, Lawrence. Thanks for having me. That is Lucas Williamson, someone who's going to be president of the United States one day. Put it on tape, Ray. That you want to talk about impressive? This can I go on my educator thing real quick because I'm I'm very close to it now because I got to see my students for the first time in two years yesterday. Look, I think that playing NCAA basketball comes with a ton of inequity, but and I say this to students all the time, the university is there for you to use its resources. And I love that Lucas has done this. And it's not just basketball players. The average student doesn't realize all of the things that the university can provide for you. Don't walk away from the university without using every single bit of that up stupid stuff. Like you're going to learn when you, you get out into the real world. Oh man, I, I could have been co- making copies for free. Yeah. I could have gotten free career advice. Yes. I know that people like blow off this stuff where you're talking to your counselor and stuff. Don't you're paying for your education. You deserve it. Go out there and use the university up. Use it up. Use the junior college up. Use the high school up. I'm so inspired, man. I got to see my students yesterday, Ray. Oh, I'm so excited. They have no idea what's in store for them. But it was great. It was really great. And I got to use that Jamie Erdahl piece from from Sunday when she was great. So... Yeah, Lucas Williamson is going to be president of the United States one day. Or the Federation. Like, maybe we'll get to a point. Lucas is just in charge of the entire Federation, and we can get this Starfleet thing going. 
and he could just be in charge of that. We need to take a break. I've got my top five coming up. Yeah, man. It, it has to do with some things that happened on Sunday. Back after this on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. The score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Top five Tuesdays on the Lawrence Holmes Show. But since today is Tuesday, it doesn't matter in the slightest. Top five Tuesdays. I've only seen a couple, but that's definitely top five. Is it Tuesday? Can't you ask me an intelligent question? Is this the Lawrence Holmes Show? You're damn scary. Then it's top five Tuesdays on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Got it? Good. There were a lot of people on Twitter who were speculating that there could have been better comeback lines for Rock in that moment. Just using what Will had said, but then it—I mean, it would have then it would have been a real problem. But he is going back on tour starting Saturday, and I believe his tour is coming to Chicago. I'm, and ticket prices have skyrocketed for Chris Rock, so it's not a. a it, it was embarrassing, like getting slapped in front of ten million people and being assaulted is not fun, but. There will be a bit of a come up for one of the greatest comedians of all time. I decided that this might not be a bad time to give you my top five 
You think I was going to say times people got slapped? No. Although I do think it's funny, like the intersection of people that are appalled at this, but also think the Charlie Murphy stories on the Chappelle show was some of the funniest stuff ever. Anyway, I decided that what we do is my top five Will Smith movies. Now, I have not seen King Richard yet, the one that he won the Oscar for. I plan on watching, and I hear it's a lot of heavy lifting that you have to do emotionally for that movie. I plan on watching it, but I wanted to give you my top five Will Smith movies. Ray, number five. Women relate dancing to sex. Right? Even a great dancer can lose it with one of these. Okay, see, now that's what I need to be learning. Can't stop it. You cannot stop it. Next subject. Get out. Ray, did you just play the scene where he he smacks the dude in Hitch? That's it. And because we have great co-workers around here, I was a little, running a little tight on time for a Hitch scene. And I asked Rick Camp, because we have discussed Hitch before, and I know he likes the movie. I said, Rick, can you please just get me one of your favorite scenes from Hitch? So that was a Rick Camp selection right there. Of course, Campy is the, one, the one that that came through with that. That is also... How Campy Dances. I, I get it. Two-step, man. Stay right here. This is where you live. Right here. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to make no pizza. They got food there. Hits is actually a pretty good movie as far as rom-coms go. It's pretty good. It's fun. It's light. It makes fun of some stuff. I never knew about like fish allergies until I watched that movie. Yeah. And watching the the makeup they they must have put they had to put on Will Smith to make him look like his face blew up. Well, I wonder if he got the idea from his partner in crime Martin Lawrence because there there is the scene on Martin where Martin fights uh, Tommy the Hitman Hearns and he ends up with a face that is very similar to the one that Will is sporting after his allergy stuff. But I I still like that movie a lot. Like it's one of those movies where I'll stop on it if it's on, and I'll watch it. Eva Mendez in her most fabulous, well, not her most fabulous, but pretty fabulous. Eva Mendez is Ness. It's pretty great. Number four. Hey hey. No matter how many times I've seen I Am Legend, it raises my level of anxiety in a good way. It's a heartbeat racing thing. And there's a lot there to deal with. Like the concept of isolation and what isolation would do to you. 
What's the movie with Tom Hanks with Wilson? Castaway? Same type of deal where it's like, how would you react? I Am Legend takes on a, a whole different feel considering what we've gone through over the last two years too. But that last scene of that movie, I mean, I know how it plays out because I've seen the movie like six times, but still. I, th- I heard they're doing a sequel to it. I, that's what I heard. I don't it's know if dark, that's... man. It's, it's dark. It's these, we're coming out of dark times here. And I honestly, <laughs> movie. I can't watch The Walking Dead anymore. Like I, I ejected. Yeah, I had to. I stopped. It just. It. I mean, I, it's, it's a great show. It but is. It doesn't end. It, it does. It's very dark. Ray, that's what it is. You know, I, I think I probably stuck around till season seven or something. Yeah, that's when, that's when I got out too. Just about that, and I was late to it, so I binged a bunch of it, and then I caught up to current whatever the current time was, maybe season six, whatever. And and then I was like, man, the reason why is there's no hope. Like it, I I don't need everything to be fine. I need a little bit of hope to hang on to as a viewer, as a reader, as a consumer, just a little bit, and. The Walking Dead is like, nah, you ain't getting no hope. None. Favorite character's gonna end up dead. Everything just seems hopeless. I'm already here. I'm already here. I don't need that too. Number three. Regular water. Tap water. All right, Beatrice. There was no alien. Flash of light you saw in the sky was not a UFO. Swamp gas from a weather balloon was trapped in a thermal pocket and refracted the light from Venus. Well, wait, wait a minute. So you just flash that thing, it erases our memory, and you, you just make up a new one? A standard issue neuralizer. And that weak-ass story is the best you can come up with. All right. On a more personal note, Beatrice, Edgar ran off with an old girlfriend. You're going to go stay with your mom a couple nights, you're going to get over it and decide you're better off. Well, yeah, you know, because he, he never appreciated you anyway. In fact, you know what? You kicked him out. And now that he's gone, you're going to go in town, you go to Bloomingdale's, you find yourself some nice dresses, get yourself some shoes, you know, find somewhere, maybe you get a facial. And, uh, oh, hire a decorator to come in here quick, because damn. Yeah. Men in Black, great movie. Shout out to Olin Krutz. Olin was the first person, I'm not saying he's the only one, he was the first person in my timeline that threw the neuralizer up Sunday night and was like, did nothing happen? We didn't see nothing. Him and Tommy Lee Jones are so good together. They're so good. Like the way that they worked off of each other, they had a lot of fun. And the movie is hilarious. It's still a classic. That's my number three Will Smith movie. How about number two? That's right! That's right! Get up! Get up! That's what you get! <laughs> Look at you! Ship all banged up! Who's the man? Huh? Who's the man? Wait till I get another plane! I'm lining all your friends up right beside you! Where you at, huh? Huh? Where you at? 
All right, so I'm starting to catch a theme on the scenes that we are choosing for Will. Independence Day is when he became a full-fledged movie star. Fourth of July weekend, Will Smith movie was coming out. Independence Day kicked it off. Ray, you're not old enough to remember what it was like when Independence Day came out, are you? I mean, I was young. So I, I can vaguely remember. Are you talking about like the the climate in this around this country? Well, the scene where the White House gets blown up, like that scene in the previews messed with people. Oh yeah. I it was like, that. what kind of movie is this? And then the movie, you know, it ended up being your old school, like classic sci-fi flick. And Will was great, and Harry Connick Jr. was in the movie, and he was great. And Randy Quaid was apparently playing Randy Quaid. In the movie, who knew? At the time, nobody knew. And that was like, Will Smith left Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to make that movie. And damn, was it the right decision. By the way, if you haven't seen the Fresh Prince of of Bel-Air reunion show, I would recommend that for you. It will give you an idea of some of the things that happened on Sunday. Just saying. You will get more context. When you see him and Janet Huber talking about how Will was a tyrant. And they fought for 20 years publicly. About dark skin Aunt Viv leaving the show for light skin Aunt Viv. You should check some of them tweets Janet used to put out there. It, it might also shed some light on some things. Also, if you're, you know, a 90s kid or a product of the 90s and you watched The Fresh Prince and you were saddened when Uncle Phil passed away, they have a very nice, you know, tribute to him. They do. It's very, very touching. Will actually, he did a song with uh, Lucas Joyner. It's dope. Like, Will can still rap. I know that people, like, try to front, like, Will wasn't a great rapper. But he did a song with Lucas Joyner last year where he talked about James Avery. Like, he finishes the line with rest in peace, James Avery. It's pretty great. And I checked out Bel Air, which is a a different telling of the story. And guess what? You'll get some context about what happened on Sunday from watching the first episode of Bel Air. Because it's a lot darker version of the story. And Will is very much involved in it. It's there's no chuckles. I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple of things that if you're someone who watched Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you'd be like, ah, see what they did there. But it's not a sitcom. Anyway, that leads us to number one. You got the right to remain silent. Anything you say can will be used against you in the court of law. Yo, man, what you doing? Getting it out the way. This is a faster It's gonna be one or the other, baby. It's gonna be him or it's gonna be us. You better win. That's all I know. You better win. You better win. Now that's how you're supposed to drive. From that one, that's how you drive. Come on, man. Bad boys. So good. 
Marcus Burnett, Mike Lowry. Shout out to my roommate, Richard. Because that was his nickname in college. Mike Lowry. Because he was like Mike Lowry. I'll just say it. The second Bad Boys movie is not good. Despite it having Gabrielle Union in it. The third one? Pretty good. I really liked it. So that's my list. Top five Will Smith movies. Hitch, I Am Legend, Men in Black, Independence Day, and Bad Boys. I have not seen King Richard yet, but I'm going to. That's my list. You don't like my list? Make your own damn list. That's right. I want to talk about why I'm a bad White Sox fan. Next, here on The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Fans want you, want the organization to go out and, you know, right away get somebody else that's uh it's safe to say you don't view that as a necessity those are probably fans that are not white Sox fans so white Sox fans know we got there's guys in this camp that can handle it that was tony larusa talking to daryl van scowen part of the reason that i objected not all of it but part of the reason that i objected to the white Sox bringing in tony larusa as a manager was because he's the baseball police and this team is too fun to have the baseball police being at the top of it. I lost that battle. They made him the manager. They brought him back for a second year. The idea, like, show me your logic, Tony. Your logic of fans wanting the White Sox to do everything possible to win a World Series makes them less of a fan. Like, you talk about simplistic. The guys in the clubhouse want you to put the best team out there. Of course they want the guys that are in the organization to be given an opportunity. But you're supposed to be playing for a championship right now. That's the whole reason that you're the manager of the team. It's because the White Sox think that they're in a window where they can win a championship. Because they've got a squad that's loaded. And yeah, it's disappointing that they haven't fix some of their issues in the starting rotation, that there are question marks there, that you don't have a representative backup catcher or second baseman or right fielder. The organization is supposed to be all in. You're an all in move because you're a manager that's at the end of his career. You're a manager that was retired when they brought you in here. 
How dare you tell me that I'm not a real White Sox fan because I want this team to actually go for it instead of just talking crap about going for it. Make the team bulletproof. I say that for all of us non-White Sox fans. Talk to Parkins and Spiegel next here on The Score. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 